If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The new tax system on a clean slate. My government will provide a tax amnesty that is a complete exemption from payment of taxes for a specified period and waiving the interest and penalties up to a certain year to individuals and businesses for failures to file taxes in previous years so that everybody will start afresh. digitalization will be implemented across all aspects of tax administration. Everyone will be required to file a very simple tax return electronically through their mobile phone or computer. There will be no manual or paper filing of taxes under my administration. a lot of progress in this direction by putting in place a lot of infrastructure required. These include mobile money interoperability, merchant interoperability, the universal QR code system, GHLink, debit cards, eSwitch, and Ghana Pay. We have put in place the necessary infrastructure for Ghana to go cashless. Recently, the Bank of Ghana has completed a pilot of a digital version of the Ghana CD in Sechiwioso. This is known as the Central Bank Digital Currency, or the ECD. 
The ECD is designed to work online and offline and will be launched by the Bank of Ghana in due course. In my humble opinion, the ECD with appropriate privacy protections will be the ultimate weapon in our fight against corruption because it will provide transparency, reduce the risk of fraud, robbery, tax avoidance, and money laundering. It will be easy to track the movement of money and identify suspicious activity. The ECD will quicken the pace of Ghana's move towards a cashless or near cashless society. Ladies and gentlemen, to move towards a cashless economy, however, we have to encourage the population to use electronic channels of payment. To accomplish this, under my administration, there will be no taxes on digital payments. The E-11 will therefore be abolished. As, as vice president, I am like a driver's mate. But by the grace of God, if you make me the president, I will be in the driver's seat with constitutional... I will be in the driver's seat with constitutionally mandated authority my vision and my priorities. So what do I want to do in terms of vision and priorities and policies if you give me the opportunity by the grace of God to become President of the Republic of Ghana? Ladies and gentlemen, in this regard, I have been, I have been engaged in a lot of consultation and doing a lot of thinking in the last few months about the lessons of the last seven years, as well as my vision and priorities as I seek to become President of the Republic of Ghana. Clearly, the initial conditions that we inherited in 2017 are not the same as will be in 2025. Therefore, my priorities will be different. We have done many good things and I will be seeking to build upon them. My vision, ladies and gentlemen, is to create a tent big enough to accommodate all our people, to tap into the resourcefulness and talents of our people, irrespective of our different ethnic, political, and religious backgrounds, to channel our energies into building the kind of country that assures food, self-sufficient, safe, prosperous, and a dignified future for all Ghanaians. You're welcome back. This is Newsfile, at least your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, as always, we put Ghana first. And my next set of guests for the next one and a half hours 
will be Nana Komia, he's managing director, State Transport Corporation. He speaks for Dr. Baumier's campaign. Felix Kwachiofosu is aide to former president John Mahama. He is also a parliamentary candidate for the Asebu. Uh, Abura Asebu Kwamankesi. Abura Asebu Kwamankesi. It's like Kujo Pons, please. Uh, of Fwase Ayirebi yes. Kokobeng. Yes. It looks like three places three, three put traditional together. areas put together. Right. So Felix Kwachi uh, Ofosu and Dr. Kwame Sapong, a CEDU uh, CDD fellow. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so very much for joining us. So we've just been listening to Dr. Baumia and uh, what he has to say. I suppose we can quickly uh, get to Dr. Kwame Sapong, a CEDU first. Thanks for joining us, Kwame. Hello, Kwame. Okay, we seem to have a problem with Kwame's line. Now we'll get that sorted and we'll get back to him because I wanted to hear him first because before we hear from the politicians, so to speak, in the studio. Uh, is Kwame uh, sorted and with us? Okay, now... <laughs> you had, you had uh, the vice president. You were, you were there, correct? Yes, sir. Great. And uh, you are one of those who have been managing his campaign. President Kufour said he was very excited about him, that he was destined uh, for this. Bamiya says this is Ghana's next chapter that he wants to um, lead. Selfless leadership, bold solutions for the future. There are many who say... The many things he's talking about doing should be done now. Yes? Yes. So why? Why should we wait for him to become president? Well, uh, let me uh, wish our audience uh, a good Saturday morning and also my brother, Felix, and yourself. It's a legitimate question that some of those things, especially the removal of taxes and so on, can be done. It will be, it will be good for us if they are done now. But that points to the fact, very simple fact, that he does not yet have executive authority. So what he's saying, or what he's what he said to Ghanaians on Wednesday is that if you give me executive authority, these are the things I am going to do. Mm. So obviously, if he had executive authority now, or if he can move the rest of the government in that direction, obviously, some of these things will be done. Uh, the fact that they haven't been done now simply means he hasn't been able to move the rest of the government in that direction and he also on his own does not have executive authority and that's why he says that I am a mate let me be the driver those that's the main reason for that comment thank you Samson we know typically when you use the mate analogy a driver will never hand his wheel to a mate who has failed 
So let's say the owner of the car rather than the driver and the mate. Mm. The owner of the car, having realized the mate and the driver, have both driven into a ditch without the mate ensuring that the, the car didn't get into the ditch, will not take the car back and give it to the two of them to restore it. Not necessarily. The mate is not the driver. I mean, this show or this uh, production mm. that you do, mm. uh, you have done it so well over the period. I am sure somebody stands in for you when you are not here. Okay? That's right. And it's possible for that person to have a different slant on the show. No two people are the same. The people who were hosting the show before you, they did it well. I remember um, the Kwikusechiados. The Nanayas. Yes, and who really put the show. The Sonny Dekas. But you also came with your own slant, and you have also taken it to a different level there were people but who the, say the, the, there were people who say you don't do it like Koko Sechado. i tell them look i can never be Koko Sechado. <laughs> but, the, but the but the main point about my statement is that give me executive authority and if you give me executive authority this is the direction i would take. yeah so i turn the question the owner of the vehicle mm. handed it to a driver and the driver's mate mm. the vehicle as all of us admit, and uh, Vice President Baumia, the doesn't drive the vehicle. As, as, as Vice President Baumia himself admits, mm -hmm. we are in a very trying time, mm -hmm. very difficult situation. Yeah. Because of what has happened by way of inflation and all of that, our circumstances is very terrible. Mm -hmm. Alan Chiramanteng is, is prosecuting his agenda on being able to arrest the falling city, so to speak. Uh, inflation. So why should the owner of the vehicle hand it, after you driven it into a ditch together with the mate, hand it to the mate? Well, um, this is an analogy. Mm. You would agree? Yes. Okay. So you should not stretch it too far. But if you want to stretch it... Once too, you used it, we want well, to interrogate well, it. Well, if you want to stretch it, the simple answer is that the mate doesn't drive. The vehicle and so if you are a good owner and the driver is retiring mind you the driver is not being sacked mm -hmm. and that is another angle that people like to push that's right the driver or the owner as we speak has not said the driver is bad going by the last election where the owner spoke the owner renewed the mandate of the driver. You can speculate that the owner is not happy. But that's speculation. And mind you, the driver still has almost but, but a it's, year. It's, in fact, it's a fact, not speculation, that Ghanaians are not happy. It's to the point that President Kufuadu has had to call you guys and say, stop speaking against the, pro the policies. If you do that, you become party enemy. You know, when in the primaries, many of the contenders, um, they thought that they could have an advantage 
by placing themselves outside the government. Baumia was the only person who sought to place itself within the government, and he won. So when the owner spoke, the last time the owner spoke, the owner renewed the mandate of the driver. Where we are now, we are going through a rough road. We are very sure that very soon we'll steer the, the car onto a better road. So this whole business that there's failure and somebody's to be blamed, and I don't see, I don't see it. We are in difficulty. We are in a difficult patch. The analogy that works for me is that you are, we are on a difficult part of the road, like we are in an aircraft and you face turbulence. It will be tough, but you hope that the pilot and his uh, uh, first officer and so on would get you out of the turbulence. Mm. And as we speak, we all know we are in turbulence. If you look at the total record of, of this government, in the first three years before COVID, the economy was on a trajectory that was uh, quite positive mm. between the period 2017 and 2019. And the GDP expansion, for example, was touted as the best in the world. We all know that when we got into the 2020 with COVID, and there was a global difficulty. Our friends in the NDC, when they mm. go out, out of the country, they place the difficulties that we are having in Africa within the COVID, COVID turbulence. It's only when they come to Ghana that they don't mention. Then the sad part of it, when they come to Ghana, they seek to blame one person. I don't understand it. Mind you, when the, uh, 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 the contest was going on, the NDC contest for the 10 people who were seeking the flag bearership. Our friends in the NDC, they concentrated their criticism and attack on one, just one of them, Baumia. That clearly shows you that our friends in the NDC, they know the potential danger that Baumia poses to them. And even before the man became flag bearer, they had been attacking him right from day one. So I am not surprised that they will seek to still attack him. I mean, it's normal. All right. Well, I've seen you have made some very copious it. notes from his speech. We'll get to deal with the speech. Uh, Kwame Sapongasiedu, uh, thank you very much once again for your time. And uh, I, I think from the constitutional point of view, the vice president's analogy with a mate ought to be wrong. I think that the vice president will rather be a spare driver than a mate from our constitutional perspective. And then, perhaps you may call the chief of staff, maybe a mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kwame, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Stanton, for having me. And good, good morning to everybody. Right. Good morning. Um, you've, you've listened to Vice President Baumia, and he's enjoyed a lot of cheers from the party. And the party believes that even by this uh, speech and presentation, he has reinvigorated them and they are ready and it looks like Ghanaians will, will give him that opportunity, like Kofi Bento says, a fair hearing to him. 
have listened to the vice president very well. I have listened to Kofi Brentel as well while I was driving. Um, I'm, I'm in the country at the moment, so I've been driving in, in very rural areas. And a lot of the conversation is quite interesting. It is interesting because I have always disagreed to start with the analogy of a maze or a planting. Reading the constitution, I agree with you something that the vice president is a third rider. And a third rider takes over driving the car in the absence of the driver. And therefore, if the, the vehicle is a commercial vehicle, if it makes a profit, the profitability of that vehicle inures to the driver and the third driver. And when it makes a loss, the, the loss also inures to them. Why do I make this analogy? I make it because if you listen to Vice President Baronia, he takes credit for the good things that have happened under this, um, this government, and rightly so. So he takes credit for the digitalization, rightly so. He takes um, credit for um, the early stabilization of the city, and rightly so. So if he's taking credit for the positives of this government, why is he walking away from the negative? What happened to collective responsibility? So I, I can see what the NPC is trying to do by distancing himself from the negative of this current government. But I don't see how a fair driver can take credit for the profitability of the commercial vehicle but say that the losses are only down to the driver. I, I, just, I just cannot bring myself to accept it. So let's go now to the vice president's speech itself. He gave a chronology of things that this government had done that was good. And he said they were going to form the basis of the pivot that Kofi was saying that he's trying to make. So he clearly took those credits. Then says that. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. He's going to abolish things like e-levy and the law which were key uh, policies of this government. We all saw the fighting in Parliament and people being brought in ambulances to come and vote and all that. Mm. So if you look at all this and how they went about it and how we were told that the e was the solution to every problem Ghanaian, and that we're going to solve all our problems, the roads, the stabilization of our currency, and all that. If the vice president felt very, very strongly about it, which the impression has that he did, he should have spoken out there. He should have put his alternative opinion out. We heard ministers in Castle 
who said that the vice president agreed with the E-Level. Now we have some of those ministers, including Honorable Kodrofa, trying to explain that position to say, no, in actual fact, he had a different opinion, but he said so that they could get a hundred cities exemption X, Y, Z. I don't buy that. I just don't buy that. So it is one of the other. Either the vice president distances himself for everything that the government has achieved or failed at, or he takes responsibility for the successes and stands with the failure. He cannot have it both ways. And that is my position. Interesting. Um, Hold on quickly for a question from Nana Kumia. Yes. Um, Dr. Sapon, I just, want yes, to, I just want to be clear in my mind. Where did the vice president distance himself from the government? When you listen to the speech, in fact, yes. half the speech okay. was on the performance of the government. Where did he distance himself from the government? I am not... Nana Kumia, I don't think you've got... You got what happened. I, I don't think I am saying he distanced himself from the government. I think he distanced himself from certain failures of the government. So that who clears the century. <coughs> the failures of the government include things like Levy, which hasn't brought the revenue. You understand me? And you think I'm going to apologize. Dr. One second. The fact that the man says I would have a different path. Uh, does not mean that he's saying the current path is wrong. Oh, so he's saying the current path is right. He says that he will have a different right. path. A different yes. path. So is the current path right? He hasn't said somebody is wrong or no, somebody he, is right. He says that position. I would have a different path. position on the current path, If you would have a different path, there should be something wrong with the current path. If the, the vice president cannot make a decision whether he's distancing himself from the current path, then I have a problem with that decision. I see someone who's trying to be Jekyll and Hyde. And for me, as a president of a country, I don't want a Jekyll and Hyde. Okay, you let him finish. So he needs to be clear. Kwame, the, those who make the argument say that He's only been in a position where he can't take decisions. He can only advise. And the advice is not binding on the president. So it is possible for him to pick out the portions where he was entrusted to do specific job. And that's what he says, that the president entrusted me with digitization, this ABC, and I executed. So he should be able to leverage on that and say, look at that and see the promise I have. I agree. And I said that from the outset, that he is part of this government and held at the head to the president. That's why he's the third rider locally. And therefore, I have no problem, absolutely no problem, with him taking credit for the things that have gone well and running with them. But where I disagree with the vice president 
is when she said that because my advice wasn't taken on these X, Y, Z, I am, I am, from what my doctor is telling us now, from these X, Y, Z, I wouldn't make one decision, no. I would start a different path. No. You all have the responsibility in the democracy to mm. make us know what is informing your decision to start a different path. He said so. He showed, he, he told us why. Haj Suleiman says, and I think it's instructive, Suleiman says, if being a failure should debar one from becoming president, which I think ought to be the case for Ghana, then President Mahama is guilty. Even if we decided to put the sins of Akufuado on Bahomia. But, as a matter of fact, Bahomia has never been president, unlike Ma Mahama. You see, um, Samson, I struggle with that line of argument. And that is why I agree with you about the fair driver analogy. If you tell me that President Mahama has killed that certain thing, yes. I mean, I was one of President Mahama's strongest critics, and it's on record. There was so much I put out, and the history is there for everyone to go back and read. So yes, President Mahama failed at a number of things, in fact, many things. But let's look at one of the things I was very critical of President Mahama on, which was our perception of corruption. As someone who is a fellow of the DGD, the perception of corruption was very key to me. What is the perception of corruption of, say, the NDD under John Mahama and the perception of corruption of, um, what do you call it, the current administration. Mohammed's West is Akufuado's best. Four years exactly the, running. Exactly the point. Exactly the point. And so if you say that um, what you call it, President Mahama failed at certain things, I would want to be hearing why corruption perception is worse now than it was when President Mahama was president. I would want to hear the current vice president's view of why it is so and what he's going to do differently to arrest that situation. And that is why... Vice President Mahama says he's been the man behind the digitization of various, um, you know, entities. And this is what is bringing the reduction in corruption. Uh, at well, the ports and at various places, we have heard about the savings, huge amounts in millions that have been made because of the paperless systems. Yes. And that is why I say I have no problem with you running with those successes. But the perception of the citizenry has it changed as a result of what he's done? Is it not right for him to be telling us why, in, in spite of all these stages, mm. corruption is perceived to have gotten worse? Is that, is that not a justified position to hold? And is it not right for some of us to demand that he gives us an understanding of why corruption is perceived to be worse, even though he claims to have done all those things? That is the line of argument I want to have intellectually. Okay. So as far as you are concerned from where you sit in civil society and as an individual, 
unlike what Kofi Bentle sees into the future, as far as Bahamian is concerned, Ghanaian should rather give the opportunity to Mahama and not Bahamian. Is that the case? At this point, I think I've been clear with anyone who will listen to me. I haven't taken a position. But I, I, my position is similar to Kofi in saying that if you tell me that Bahamian should be given, Vice President Bahamian should be given a fair hearing, then former President Mahama should be given a fair hearing too. Because both of them have skeletons in their cupboard. Mm. And the key thing for me, which made me choose Nanado over former President Bahama, was corruption perception. And he's made it worse. And he's now telling me that his vice president, who is his co-driver, should take over from him. Mm. And I hear my friend Kofi Berenson then tell me, let's give the co-driver a fair hearing. And I'm saying, Kofi, we agree on most things. But on this occasion, I take a different view. Let's give them both a fair hearing. All right. And that's my position. All right. Thank you very much, Kwame Saponga Siedu, uh, CDD fellow, uh, for joining us with your views. And Felix, let me come to you now. Just, and, just a and a quick to him. Yeah. But I even had a question for you before you, 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 you kept saying at the start, second, the, the, the Ghanaians gave the driver and the mate another endorsement yes. in 20... Um, the last time the Ghanaians spoke. That right. Okay. So, as President Kufuado and the MPPs have also been saying over the time, that the economy was being managed well until COVID, correct? Mm -hmm. Is that not the, it? The economy was doing well. Doing well because, until, yes. because the driver and his mate were doing well with it. Well, government was doing well. Okay. And then COVID came. The time the economy, you, 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 you can't the time the economy was doing well, 2017, 2019, mm -hmm. that was IMF managing our economy, not yeah. you. Okay. We're under how, IMF, how, were we how, not? How can you make that point? We were under IMF. Yes. When the IMF took, now its, we are still under took its foot off the pedal, mm -hmm. then we are back. The IMF itself, mm. let me quote to you what they've said. They've said that COVID is the most unprecedented economic disaster since 1930. That's what the IMF says. My question so, is, and which many so Ghanaians it, it have asked. It cannot be because we left IMF. The IMF itself explains the difficulties globally, not just Ghana. And they've said that the catastrophe that has come upon the economies in the world has If you are the best managers of the economy, you should not only be doing well when IMF is in control of the economy. That's my question. As we speak, Samson, the indicators are turning positive. You would agree. Many of the indicators are turning positive. I don't see now, those positives. They, oh. To the extent that the currency is what it is, to the extent that inflation is what it is, 14 and, and going. No, infl inflation is more than 14. It's more when, than 14. No, when I say it's turning positive, it's in the positive direction. Yeah, you took me there. I didn't want to be there in the first you, place. You, you, now you, I know what my money is worth. Yeah. If I have a million in the bank, it's, it's worthless. It's not even worth 500,000 mm -hmm. when I was in 2016. Yes. So in your opinion, what, the government has failed? 
insurance companies. No, no. What, what is it? More, more than half of their 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 value have been wiped out. Yes. By what we have suffered. Yes. Then we've suffered what we are going through mainly because of COVID. You got more money in COVID than any other. COVID brought its own expenditures. You would agree. You had to buy masks, you had to buy surgical, you had to do a lot of things to deal with the COVID situation. When you have an economy that the, 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 uh, the, the GDP shrank from 6.5 to 0 0.9, your domestic revenue is going to be terribly affected. Mm? But you got a bit of support to deal with the specific expenses that came upon you with COVID. And IMF gave the same assistance all over the world. But your, your economy, which was growing at 7%, 6.5%, the highest in the world, shrinks in one year by almost 80%. I mean, the growth rate shrinks by almost 80%. In one year, it's definitely going to affect your, your revenue. Your, and your debt to GDP is a ratio. So when the GDP, something affects the GDP, it affects, it affects the ratio. You agree? Okay, we'll get to the so, specific issues. So really, but my point is that if we are talking about the owner of the vehicle, uh, the owner of the vehicle, as we speak, has not passed a vote of no confidence in the driver or the government. You think so? The last time they spoke, yes, the last time, unless you can, you can show me where the owner of the vehicle spoke. The last time the owner spoke. You are not, you are not aware what Ghanaians feel? Ghanians, You're not aware I, of the temperature? I am a Ghanaian. Mm. And I'm saying the government itself has admitted that we are going through turbulence. We okay. are going through difficulties. So you know what Ghanaians feel? If you're going through difficulties, does that amount to failure? And the effort that government is making to take us out of the difficulties has started bearing fruits. They'll be modest fruits, but it's in the right direction. And so if you're going to tell me what Ghanaians feel, the only way you can judge what Ghanaians feel is when the elections are here. Okay. For now, you can, all you can do is speculate. Mm. Now, our friend there was um, saying Kwame. that. Mm. When I asked him, where did Bamiya distance himself from the government? He said that because Bamiya will say, I abolish some tax and so on, it means he's distanced himself from government. I don't understand how you can come to that conclusion. He doesn't agree with E. Levy. Yes. Bamiya doesn't agree with E. Levy. That yes. means he's distanced himself from the government. What else does Anytime that mean? Anytime you, you are not happy with one government policy, or you think something can be done differently, it means you've distanced yourself. He well, doesn't agree with betting tax. Even, yes. Even, look, he doesn't agree with VAT on electricity. Yeah. He doesn't agree on uh, emissions tax. Yes. And the government is pursuing them. He's going to do things in a way that these taxes will not be necessary. And he has shown you how he's going to do it. He doesn't agree with the size of the bloated government, the government that yes. started with the unprecedented 126 and plus. And he says he's going to do something about it when he gets the chance. What more can he say? The, the, Mr. Dr. Ace, the, he should come out and what? Openly disagree with the government. What he's done is even more open, like uh, our friend Benton was saying that he's able to say that I'm going to depart from these policies and fashion out a different policy. So, he's, a very bold so he's not wrong when he, he says he disagrees with the government. 
All right, uh, Felix, let's take your preliminary. Even if your conclusion mm. is that Bahamia disagrees with the government, that doesn't mean that the government, he says the government is wrong. He that appreciates, he appreciates mm -hmm. like all other candidates in the run-up to the primaries, mm -hmm. appreciates that if you do not make a departure from this government, you cannot win. That he, tells you that you, you no, yourself don't endorse what you're doing. No, but didn't depart from this government. He, that's, every, what, what else is a departure every, every than time, this? Every time he met the electorate, and I was mm. there in many of the meetings, he spoke about the government and his pride in being a member of the government. And he took collective, he admitted the current difficulties and he took collective responsibility. He doesn't even use the word review, but he's going to review free SHS. Yes. He doesn't use the word because of the political no. thing about no, the word said, review. He said review. He said he would review free SHS. He used the word review? Yes. I need to go back to that, yes. <laughs> that check, paragraph. Check, check it out. Something, yes. Uh, uh, well, I think, I think you would agree something. Yeah. Because of Bento's time and Nanakumi's time. You need to give me a bit, time, a bit more time. We have time. We have time. Yes, please. Good. We have time. You see, uh, Samson, fundamentally, and that is what Mr. Bentel and Akumi and everybody else speaking that we forget. Fundamentally, every election is a referendum on the performance of the government. Mm. It is the reason why in Ghana's history, every eight years governments have changed. So the notion that one person can be extricated from the government and forgiven, whereas the entire government is punished, is completely flawed. You see what, and I'm going to have to respond more to Mr. Benton and Nakuma because they've said the same thing. You see, Kofi is attempting what in military parlance is known as a hot extraction. What? Essentially, a hot extraction. Essentially, there's a candidate who is so damaged and is on his way to losing elections. But you must do something at all costs to ensure that you salvage his reputation. And it is not going to work for a number of reasons. I prefer a person like Kofi. You see, let me explain to you. Who will be bold about Let me explain to you. You see, you, see, you see, some convictions can be misguided. If we see clear wrong, and you are convinced that the wrong is right, we cannot applaud you for it. So convictions can be misguided. So where's the clear wrong? Oh, Nanakumia, please, you're not going to he do that. He can pick, he can pick not going Baumia to, as a candidate and see, still criticize him. But uh, you, see, you, see, you see, Mr. Bento says the entire Kufado government has been rubbish. But Baumia is a saint, so we should vote for him. That's what Mr. Benton is telling us. But I have told you that fundamentally, when the electorates go to vote, they vote on the basis of the performance of the government they gave a mandate to. So anybody who emerged from the MPP was going to suffer what Baumia was suffering, even if they were not in government. Has the electorate voted? Oh, Nana Kumia. Has the electorate Nana Kumia. voted? Nana, oh, Nana, please. please. Look, Akumia. Oh, no, you are not known to do this. You are not known to do this. Also, Mr. Bentel has had one hour to speak for Baumia. You have had about 15 minutes to, to speak for him. And yet, you will let me speak. I don't think Nana, it is right. Nana, Nana, thank you. This is, again, Nana, again. This is out of character. Again, you. again you see, Mr. Bentel's, Mr. Bentel's justifications for the position he's taking are deeply flawed for the reasons I'm about to apply. First of all, he says that we'll be making a mistake by going to Mahama. Because, for instance, he cited corruption. And what were the examples he cited for saying that? He says that money was sent to the Black Stars at the World Cup. Something. So the government of Ghana paid Ghanaian players for... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Presenting the country and because of that, Mr. Mama is corrupt. And what kind of logic is that? So this government that is paying the blasters is corrupt simply because they've paid footballers who have always been paid. that to corruption. No, but he, no, no, I heard he him related clearly. that I heard to him, I heard him the clearly. president's campaign I heard to him, reform the black stars. I heard him, no, no, no. He, he didn't relate that, that to he corruption. He cited that as an example of corruption. That is what it was. No, he okay. cited that as an example. Oh, no, no, no. Can I do this? No, no. Can I do this? Thank you. No, what's your record? Sometimes I'm asking you. All right. So if Daniel footballers are playing in a tournament and the government will pays them, it means the government corrupt. Is that what Bentley is saying? But Number two, essentially, Mr. Bentley is telling us that because with the greatest respect to something, something to you and everybody, because nonsensical lies have not been told about Baumia, then Mahama is corrupt. This, all the things they say about Mahama, uh, Ameri, interoperability, uh, Ford Saga, how have that been proven along the line? None of those things have stuck. So Mr. Mahama has been working a free man for seven years. On hindsight, we know that they were nonsensical lies, and I'll use the word. They made no sense. Unfortunately, in the melee of the elections at the time, it was difficult to convince people otherwise. But on hindsight, we know they were nothing more than nonsensical lies that made no sense. The second point Mr. Bento makes is that Mahama failed. He was president, he failed. And that Baumia has not failed because he has not been president. And Mr. Bento says that he sits on panels to interview people. Didn't he say that? Mm. So you are sitting on a panel. You see a candidate come before you who has not sat in the position you are interviewing, me for, interviewing him for. But he shows you a CV that clearly shows appalling failure. And you say merely because he has not occupied that position, vote for him. Look, in terms of raw performance, Baumia is a joke compared to Mahama. And I'll prove it to you. They go about saying, that oh, in the first term of the Akufuado administration, I heard Bento say it that Baumia was listening to on the economy. When you pointed out the praise that Akufuado uh, or and Co were lavishing on him, in the first term, Baumia was listening to, so they did well. So in the second term, he was not listening to. That's what Bento is saying. So in effect, Bento is saying that in the second term, the president immediately became crazy. So the things that worked for him. The very man who advised him to succeed, he decided to ignore him. We all know he was an IMF-managed economy, so... No, if, I, I, I will go into the details and explain to you. You see, again, that claim, with the greatest respect to everybody, does not make sense. Akufuadu wants to fail so badly. He wants to go down as the worst president in Ghana's history. So he has who he himself describes as a brilliant, strong economist, but he won't listen to him so that he fails. Look, Bento may not know, but... Every problem that we've encountered since 2021 stemmed from the decisions they made between 2017 and 2020. Especially in 2020, the election year. It was the unbridled expenditure, the colossal budget deficit they left because of a desire to win elections, the misuse of public funds. That is what plunged us into the hole that we have not recovered from. In fact, in the last three years, they have barely done anything to impact the economy beyond wanting to put up solutions to the problems that have arisen because of the problems that they created. Number two, if anybody tells you 
that Akufuado or Baumier's performance in the first half of their government, especially in relation to the economy, is the best we've had. The person is lying, read my lips. Pound for pound, Mahama was better because Mahama has occupied the same position that Baumier occupies now. In the first term of the NDC, and people forget that we also had the first term. Why? As for first term analysis, it should be restricted to the MPP. We had the first term. Something. The growth rates that Anakumia, Bentil, and Kum make noise about. The highest the MPP achieved in their first term was 8%. That is equivalent to the third highest that the NDC achieved. The third highest in 2010, 8%. In 2014, President Mama, as head of the economic management team, recorded 14.4% growth. His non oil growth was above 7%. In 2012, he achieved 9.2%. So, President Mahmoud's third best growth is Baumier's highest. Inflation. He kept it at single gate for 33 months. By the end of Mahmoud's first term, the dollar exchanged at two CDs to the dollar. Two, two CDs. Our debt was 35 billion. Debt. Our debt to GDP ratio was under 50%. It was around 40%. Interest rates were at 15%. All the indicators that the MPP posted by 2020 were worse than this thing that I've outlined to you. People must stop this prejudice they hold against the NDC. And I urge you in the media to do justice by the people of Ghana by carrying out more scrutiny. What people do in this country is that they see truth and they peddle lies. Because we are NDC, our achievements should be rubbished in favor of a palpable failure. A man who talked big. Something. Was it not Baumia who told everybody in 2016 that they will move away from taxation to production? What did he mean by that? That there will be less taxation, there will be greater production. Is that not so? He comes to power and they heap 40 taxes on us starting from 2017. And we are told that we should applaud it and that he has not been president, so we should vote for him. Was it not Baumia who told us? In fact, check page 13 of their 2016 manifesto. And Baumia himself on public fora, there's a picture of him where he had put a table on the screen analyzing our debt. He said that our debt of 120 billion was inexcusable. He comes into power, he racks up 600 billion cities in debt, and we are told that we should applaud him. The debt to GDP ratio, it reached 104% under Baumia. Our debt. President Mama, in all the years that he was president, he never defaulted, even when he was vice president, as head of the government team, he never defaulted on our debt. Under this government, they have defaulted on debt. When you drew Benson's attention to the calamitous fall in the currency, look, in November 2022, it reached 17 cities. The only reason why it came down to where it is now is because this government unilaterally refused or decided that they would not pay our external debt. Why, well, if every government of Ghana came, and was not servicing debt, do you know how stable our currency would be? So even when you were not servicing debt, your currency was worse than Mahmes when he was servicing debt. Again, this lie they want to tell us, that Baumia disagreed with some policies in government and said nothing. Look, with the greatest respect to everybody, they should gather school children and tell them that. In fact, what they are saying, is that apart from being incompetent, Baumia is also a spineless coward. He cannot stand up for his convictions. Look, Kennedy Japan, is he not a member of the MPP? Kwabne Japan, is he not a member of the MPP? Boache Japan, is he not a member of the MPP? All these men stood up in the heat of the wrongdoing to condemn it. They are the ones who can legitimately claim 
they, that they were opposed to wrong doing in this government. They, they are not in the presidency. No, no, I think, no, 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 no. You sincerely expect that. Look, you sincerely expect that the vice president. was a minister. You sincerely expect the vice president under the architecture something, something, that we are currently operating. Let me say. I will answer that. She come and say, president is for Ilevi. I am against this. Wachega was minister. He went toe to toe to the president. He lost his job. He didn't die. In terms of vice president, let me give you the president of Kowaka. You know, as for him, he actually became the running mate of the opposition party. He was prepared to engage in fisticuffs with the president to stand by his convictions. That's why I said that by saying that you are telling us about me as a spineless coward. Who should go and vote for a spineless coward to be president? You can't stand up for your convictions. It is plausible and logical to believe that. Baumia would be I'm saying that again because he had no. publicly said no. that don't Samson, it that is was wrong no it that is was wrong before. to Samson, tax Samson. the poor it was in before. respect of this e was in the 2020 campaign Samson. i beg your pardon this was in the 2020 campaign something <laughs> i have told you already about things that Baumia said in opposition which they did in their first term where benton says he was listening to his promise on taxation it was in their first term that they started imposing taxes one of them was a luxury car tax that you yourself lamented bitterly on this program many, many times. The exchange rates, it started falling in their first term. By the time the crisis hit in 2022, it was at six cities. It moved from four cities to six cities. The same movement that Mahama recorded, for which he was pilloried. When a man tells you that he will move from taxation to production and he comes and heaps taxes on you, you cannot tell me that he was opposed. If he was opposed to Ilevi, he could not have been silent all this while. You drew Bento's attention once again to the physical that happened in Parliament. We are talking about a government that buzzed in an, a gravely ill minister in an ambulance to come and pass it. When the opposition were fighting, where was Baumia? In fact, it was President Mama, who immediately Ilevi was announced, indicated that he will abolish it if he has opposed it, and urged our minority members to oppose it. That's right. So if anybody is to be believed on that promise, it is Mahama. Again, he speaks about reducing the size of government. In fact, I submit that all those commitments he's made in terms of moving away from what this government is doing. It's contrived. It is forced. He sees that those have become a hindrance to his presidency. Almost all of them have been promised by Mahama. Did President Mahama not promise a drastic reduction in the size of government? 60. Yes. Did President Mahama not say that he so will abolish Bama is doing it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't will matter. not be happy about Something. that. It doesn't matter. See, it doesn't, what it is is that he has been forced. Because, you see, if you were in a government that had 120 ministers, hmm. You cannot, and you offered no whimper. One, more than 120, Le, yes. 126 and, or plus. And over 337 political appointees at the presidency. Baumia himself has many of them. They speak about corruption. Why? Is Baumia not a willing participant in the most unbridled form of nepotism we've seen in this country's history? Baumia, his, his brother-in-law, his father-in-law, his brother, all of them are in this government. Nepotism, the same thing we've been pillowing Akufuadu with, he's practicing it. Has he opposed it? Has he spoken against nepotism in this government? He himself, is he not practicing it? Was he not the one, something, who allowed PDS to get away with the brazen theft of Ghanaian resources? He is the one who gave them the leeway to change the conditions president to conditions subsequent. That was he not the one? That argument. Was he not the one? I beg your pardon. No, that I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon, something. I beg your pardon. Let me finish. Was he not the one? Who allowed PDS to bring insurance guarantee instead of a bank guarantee? Relaxing the terms for a company that was going to take over a 20 billion Ghana city asset. Changing the forms 
did not remove the commitment in the no, it relaxed, listen, listen, it relaxed the conditions. We were going to hand over one of our most prized assets. So individuals who were not tested, failed. If PDS because, failed, why should it be his problem? Because, you see, the reason why the guarantees were put in place was to offer us comfort and assurance that the people had capacity to deliver what they were saying. Once PDS fails and you find that those terms were relaxed at the behest of the vice president, he can be your lab. At the behest of the vice president, at the behest of a why? committee he, will, he, he may have chaired, oh, or at his behest. I see. He was like, if he did not agree, it was not going to happen. Something. The third point I want to make, and you see, again, I have to criticize you in the media for allowing Baumia to get away with blue medal. He goes about saying that he has championed digitalization. First of all, he says that that is what the president delegated him to do. That is false also. Because the president is on record in March 2018 in parliament to have told the whole world that the man in charge of running this economy is Baumia. In terms of weights, gravitas, and the final authority, it rests with President Mahama, if he says that this is the man in charge of this, that is the position. Now, let me come back to digitalization. Something. Unfortunately, you don't have time. If you have time, I would demolish that falsehood that Baumia has attributed to himself all this while. But there's a 20-minute clip on my Facebook wall where I deal extensively with this digitalization line. I urge viewers to go there and watch. But I'm going to give you a few highlights. If Baumia tells you that he is the architect of Ghana card, that is a lie. When he came into office in March 20, February 2017, his March, March 2017, he set up a committee to review Ghana card. That committee told him that the solution he came to meet in which 16 million Ghanaians had registered should be continued. And that's what they did. Baumia is not the one who introduced the online passport. Online passport was introduced by Hanatete in December 2016. There's a video clip of this that I can give to you to play. The e-services portal, where Baumia claims he is fighting corruption and digitalizing government services, is, is the work of Mr. William Tevi, who in 2014, as a director general of NITA, instead that portal. Moment of ability. You see, Bentil says that the Bank of Ghana is an independent institution, right? So they enter into an agreement with the company to render interoperability services, amongst other financial electronic transaction services. Baumia came to meet it. He only set it aside and got the company of his choosing to do it. If you do that, the idea is not yours. And I could go on and on and on and on. Look, what infrastructure has Baumia lead? This NDC, the NDC government I was part of something. And I was at the Ministry of Communications. These things fell under our purview. We have laid over 1,200 kilometers of fiber optic with government funds. Baumia goes about deceptively claiming that they have a better record. And he says what? NCA has licensed people. So something. Essentially, Bamiya is saying that the Ahufadu government can see, or the Wallace government can see, that Joy FM is their handiwork because NCA gave you a license to operate. As opposed to saying that GBC is for government. So if government builds GBC, and another entity wants to contest it, it says that Joy FM has received a license from NCA, so that is also to our credit. That is a lie. Something. The biggest data center where all the government agencies engage in the things we are talking about. Saw their data. 600 rack tier 3 facility was put up by the Mama administration. We have another one for redundancy on Kia University campus. Yes. Data center, center no doubt, the, the initial attempts to do 
some of the digitization no, no, process. It is not initiated. No doubt. It no doubt. Yes, yes. But you Samson, cannot it is not, take no, it. FedEx, you cannot Samson. take it away from Samson. Dr. Baumia mm -hmm. that he has focused on digitization. Samson, it, is, it is a and, listen. And he he should Samson, be able to take Samson, credit no, 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 listen. for Samson, the entities not, where he has superintended Samson, and supervised Samson. the progress and the pronounced Samson. you know use when of the was system. First introduced to us in 2008 by Abu was express that he had tapped him for the purpose of managing the economy. That's right. This digitalization, this digitalization thing is a post-factual rationalization. The moment you realized that the economy was going south. What, what I'm saying is that but to, if be, you listen to be to fair to Ghanaians, to, me, to be fair to yes, Ghanaians, something, you should not deny something, his, something, his frontal major I, role that's what, something, in that sector. Me, I'm telling you that this digitalization thing is a post-factual attempt to find something to do after the economy tanked. That's why I refer to that 20-minute clip I have on. Not Facebook. questioning that. So I have. What I'm saying. I'm telling you, there's nothing original about what Baumia has done. So now you're changing. You're I'm saying not, no, 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 nothing original. Ah, Samson, if you, you are not admit, saying he Samson, has not done what he says he has he, done. So, listen, you can, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm contesting that. You come and meet eServicesGhana.gov. Then you change the name to Ghana.gov. But the services they are rendering are the same. They've not changed. You come and meet online passport application. And only yesterday, I saw some data that showed that the same number of passports processed sometime in 2012 or 2013 is what they processed last year. The amount you got in 2012 is far more than what they got this time around. So let people stop pretending that we are all dollars in this country, that a government that is, ab is as abysmal as what we have now should be excused, and that one of them should be allowed to continue. Right? Uh, what do you call it? Something. Bentil also says that Bamiya should get rid of everybody who is prominent in Akufa. How is that ever going to happen? We, we are assessing his, no. his speech. Yes. So can we, we, can we move assessing, away from Bentil? Oh, it is important. Yes. That's for the speech we've assessed it. But All right. what is in that speech that gives okay. comfort now, to Now, hold on. Now, hold on. Thank you very much, Felix um, Kwachi Ofosu. And Nana Kumia is also here in the studio. We take a quick break. When we return, we will interrogate through um, Nana Kumia what some of the things Felix has also put up uh, this morning. We'll be right back. This is News 5. Now all those who contributed to the mess are trying to run away as if they were not part of it. People have begun saying, oh, they were not in charge, they, they, they were not listening to them and all that. All of them, they inside. You're welcome back. This is Newsfile. It's your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, we put Ghana first. It's brought to you by Bank of Africa, strong as a group and close as a partner, MTN, everywhere you go. Ashesi University, educating ethical and entrepreneurial leaders for Africa. Robert and Sons Optical Services, your comprehensive eye care service provider for 31, 33 years plus. My Way Insurance, dial 165 star, star 165 hash on MTN to join my way today. Syntex tanks, it's strong, it's tough. And flamingo paints, simply superior. My guest. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Nana Kumia and Felix Kwachi Ofosu and many, many of your messages. Let me see how many of them I can share. <clears throat> um, okay, so Kwesi says that when Mahama left power, Ghana was under an IMF program and it was almost certain that the economy was going to do well. So this attempt to give the credit to Baumia doesn't wash. Thank you. Also, um, did you identify yourself? Uh, Osei Kofi Akwa, former national youth organizer of the CPP, says, uh, tell Felix Kwachi Ofosu that when it comes to a vice president fighting a second government because of his convictions, he shouldn't look further. But remember, Paul Nkensen Akar, the former vice president of Ghana and once upon a time the CPP's presidential candidate. That's the person he referred to and said Baumia could have taken a cue from him. What we are seeing today is admission of failure by two political parties who are trying to tell us that even though they are no good, one is better than the other. But the CPP is lacing her boots too. <laughs> you are lacing your boots. We have been waiting for you guys to do this well and do it to do this and do it well for a long time. The CPP, PNC, um, PPP, all of you, failing Ghanaians, the infighting, little things. You fighting all the time. Your offices are shut. Police are closing your offices. You are running after each other. I mean, what is all this that you guys get into? Well, independent presidential candidates promising for Alan Chermanting as it looks, but somebody asked a question this morning. So imagine Alan wins the elections and he's supposed to constitute a government. The constitution requires that the majority of his ministers must come from parliament. Then he decides that he's speaking from NDC and MPP because he doesn't have MPs or enough of MPs, and they all decline that they won't join his government, what will happen? And I say, you just give us an independent president and see what will happen. The government will not come to a standstill. There will be a Ghana to run. Um, uh, okay. Um, so David reminds me that I should correct Nana Komia. He didn't use the word review. He said improve. Mm. Yes, I heard it, and I actually read the text. Mm. He said improve, and I knew why he wouldn't say review. <laughs> Prince Henry Koforidia says, if really Dr. Baumia wants us to believe him that he hasn't been a decision-making person in the Nanado government, he should have resigned long ago as a vice president and the head of the EMT. Dr. Baumia knew late Emisa Arthur was not the president of Ghana, yet he posed 170 questions to him and hounded him about it until he died. Dr. Baumia cannot chew his cake and have it back, oh, Dr. Baumia, just being, um, I can read that part. I'll read your messages, but not insults. Don't do that. Okay. Um, this one, did you identify yourself? I can't see your identity. 
But I'll read one of your messages. It says, Nana Kumia is, uh, is telling us a joke, trying to defend the first three years of the Nana administration policies. And effective management begins to kick in much more over time, and therefore the argument could, could, could be that Muhammad's later policies were enjoyed by them. Okay, so this is an MPP man who is upset with that. Is that what it is? Okay. Um, Yao Afo says, Tell Nana Komiya, the driver handed the economy day one to the mates. The driver, the president, must seek accountability. Uh, any inactions the vice president Muhammad did then should be blamed on the late Atamels. The constitution prescribes duties for vice president, doesn't it? Okay. Um, Kweku Enchi Buesiakon says, do we know that between, or you want to say, do we not know that between 2017 and 2019, Ghana was still under the IMF program initiated by the NDC? What Baumia and the MPP don't tell Ghanaians is that the macroeconomic stability for that period is rather due to the IMF program rather than any serious economic miracle of the NPP. The country is in the current economic mess because of the binge borrowing the NPP embarked upon. Okay, so we must remind Nana Akomia of that anytime they bring that issue up. Um, for me, Baumia's speech can be split into two parts, his record and his vision. His vision was good. I dare say it was, the bet it was better, the better than the vision Mahama has expressed so far practical and well articulated. His record was the problem. And here I see two big issues. First, he conceded nothing. He should have accepted some of the blame for our current situation. Second, his driver's mate analogy was catastrophic. It has become the focus of the entire speech, drowning out everything else. Nobody remembers what else Mahama was talking about in that speech when he called himself a dead goat. Nobody remembers what else Nana touched on uh, in his speech when he said, all die be die. And now, Ghanaians have already ignored Baumia's entire three-hour speech to focus on the driver's mate analogy. Catastrophic error. What did his handlers do? Right? <laughs> that was from Kojo. And this from Kwesi says, making this about e-levy or any one uh, issue misses the point. It is about how and with whom, specifically with which party, Baumia expects to govern the country. Is he going to govern the country with neutrals? Ah, Kufipa. So that is another uh, message. And there are many more messages. Forgive me, I can only share this for now. Um, uh, Pencil says, please tell Kofi, in the same toll tread analogy, uh, doesn't he think that once Dr. Baumia is coming on the ticket of the NPP, how do we know it would not be the same story of use and leave by the NPP? We will only trust Baumia if he goes on his 
own without the NPP. Until then, we don't want NPP no more. And we don't want Baumia. Thank you. All right. Um, I suppose I've done my best in reading quite a bit of your messages. Yes, Nana. Yeah. You heard Felix. On, <laughs> on every record, your government does not come any close on every record. No. And some of the things you are taking the glory for, you should be humble enough at least to acknowledge that they were initiated by the Mahama administration or they had actually been in place by the Mahama administration. This digitalization and digitization that's, agenda. There are some of them that have been started out before administration. <laughs> All right. The Ghana card, for instance. Mm. Yeah. Uh, something. Since we are going on about these drivers, I have some interesting quotes that I'd like to bring to your attention. Mm. And this is by Julius Debra on the 29th of October, 2016. And I'm quoting him. He was campaigning for John Mahama in the north. In every moving vehicle, there is someone behind the steer and a driver's mate. The driver determines which direction the car moves. The mate may have a say, but the driver takes the ultimate decision. In this simple analogy, President John Mahama is the driver. Dr. Baumia, as vice presidential candidate, will only be a driver's mate should Nanado win. And he cannot have ultimate power. If he proposes something for you and Nanado says later, there's nothing he can do. I insist, I insist I, the mate analogy is wrong. No, I'm just, By our constitutional architecture, the vice president is a spare driver, he's not a mate. The mate may be the co-spare co driver. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me read. You can't go to the elections without a vice presidential candidate. Yes. Correct. But you are a vice. A and vice. the constitution prescribes duties the, for the vice president. The, the reason, and you know, when you want to ask me a question, I'll lie. Right. Mm. Felix has been extremely intolerant to you. Almost mm. kicking you off your seat. <laughs> and that shows the difference between the NPP. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, can we get to the issues? Now, can we get the, to the issues? Let me read something that Mahama said about the, the African economy at Harvard. And this speech, I'm sure Felix wrote some of it. He said, the pandemic is estimated to have dragged about 15 million more people into poverty in Africa and exposed another 46 million to the risk of hunger and malnutrition. Indeed, 70% of hunger in Africa which had already been on the rise since 2014, is directly attributable to this pandemic. Then it goes on. Data from the Economic Commission on Africa show that COVID-19 created the continent's worst recession in 50 years, with real GDP in Africa shrinking by an average of 3%. Before the pandemic, poverty reduction was already a major challenge. Then the conclusion. Like governments all over the world, it became necessary for African governments to take action to shield their population from the effects of the COVID. This meant in many cases an increase in deficits due to unbudgeted expenditure. This has devastated many African economies and sunk them deeper into unsustainable debts and economic downturn. The pandemic has had a general deleterious effect on the economy of African nations. Now, when you tell the world this, and then when you come into Ghana, you say, oh, 
it is Baumia. Mm. But first, I, I first see... the message you attributed to, do you say Julius Debra? Yes, yes. When, when is it? Um, one second. I'm getting information 20, from his outfit that 20, this is not true. He's never made such a 29th post. October. I've seen it. Of on, this? No, no, in 2016. 2016. At Kalio. Yeah. At Kalio. I've seen it on okay, so I'm told that online. I'm told that this has come up and has been denied that he's not the one who did that. But who did it? I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I, I just, but I saw it on, mainly I saw it on Ghana Web, I saw it on Peace FM. And when you check those portals, you see that you see the report there. Okay. So if it was just a standard no report, mm. I would just assume. But they are on many, many, many portals. All right. But anyway, that's beside the point. Mm. My point is that when these NDC people, when they go abroad, and you go and tell the world that we're having major problems in Africa because of COVID, and then when you come into Ghana, you say, oh, we're having problems because it's Baumia. I don't understand it. And look, this digitization, you can go to the moon and come back. You cannot take it away from Baumia. Baumia has never said that nobody has done anything in relation to digitization. Mm. He has never said so. In okay. fact, the name Mr. Digital was conferred on him by Ghanaians. And no, no matter what you do, you cannot run away from it. Some people yeah. say prove to Ghanaians that even the things, the taxes he says he will eliminate, he can. Because they can't trust it. These taxes are being forced on this country by the IMF because you have gone to tell the IMF that these are the areas that you can rake in these amounts of money to help. The, the tax on betting. You have told the IMF that you are looking to get uh, 512.4 million Ghana cities from it. Uh, the tax on electricity. You have told them that you can get 4.4 billion Ghana cities on it. The emissions tax. You have told them that you can get as much as 597.8 million on it. In total, just these three taxes, you are hoping to bring 5.51 billion uh, Ghana cities on them. And these are IMF impositions. How can he take them away when I, you are under IMF? IMF has agreed to them. IMF doesn't impose anything on you. You go with your own proposals and you have an agreement. Okay. But why would IMF uh, be encouraging you to do these taxes? Because of the fiscal uh, hole. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can have a program that is going to close that fiscal hole, why would IMF be in disagreement? Now, uh, somebody says something about Kojo Bonkuma. Mm. I don't know if it's Felix or our friend on there. And I think we should, should be correct. It's not fair to the minister. The minister never said that Baumia drafted E levy. Who said, said that here? So somebody said. I think the person is listening somewhere else. He, no, he said that Baumia said. Uh, I, I think it's, it's your friend on the. On it's the, all over the place, but that, not on this platform. That, no, no, the man on, on the Zoom. What did he on say? the Zoom? Yes. He oh, okay. Kwame, Kwame Sapong. Yes. Okay. It's to be fair to the minister, he never said. So. The, the statement the minister made is not entirely inaccurate from the way that the media projected it that is being denied now. Yeah. So if you look at the substance of the statement, you can't blame the media for saying that's what he said. No, the minister Essentially. said clearly, and I've, I've had the voice, that it was Bamiya's uh, uh, reservations that led, that to, led to the exemption of the 100. It was not the MPs in parliament. Was, it was not the MPs in parliament who insisted that that ought to be the case. 
Well, I'm, I'm talking of what the minister said. Yes, but we know that the result of the little ex ex exemption was the MPs fighting for I, I, it. It was not Baumia. I'm just talking about what Kojo Pongkrumah said. Okay, all right. Yeah, he didn't say Baumia drafted, he left as people. Or he whipped the MPs to do it. Okay. But the, what he said was that it was because of the reservations that Baumia had mm. that the, uh, the 10, 100 cities was exempt. And he convinced now, the MPs, including the opposition people, now, to now, canvass for that position. About Debt that Felix and his collaborators go on about. And I, I, heard, I heard one of his people say that binge borrowing. It is not true. Look, the NDC borrowed $31 billion. The NPP, in fact, if Jamama was saying it just two days ago, borrowed $13.5 billion. So, what is this business about the NPP has engaged in binge borrowing mm. that has led us to it? It is not true. And they should stop saying it. National service. Look, have you heard what academics are saying and many others are saying that he got it wrong, that he's going to uh, make it, you know, non-compulsory? Yes. He's not going to cancel it. It's going to be non-compulsory. So if you can get a, a substantive job somewhere, you can go and do your substantive job. He hasn't said he's going to cancel it. Oh. But, it's given, but look, rural communities, because it's rural communities depend on service personnel he hasn't, for schools that sometimes don't have teachers. If it's not compulsory, nobody's going to go there. Had, no, no, no. He hasn't said he would cancel it. Yes, I know that. He said it is not compulsory. Yes. Yeah. It is because it is compulsory that I am forced to go to if, a village. If, 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 no, and it if, helps in uh, also I, encouraging patriotism. Look, as we speak, mm. I don't know about uh, multimedia. It's so difficult finding places for service personnel. Me working at STC, when the uh, 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 service idea came, the, the numbers of students coming out was quite uh, much, much smaller compared to today. Mm. Now, at STC, when service postings come, the pressure I get, one, to take people at STC, two, to go and find them places for national service, is, is terrible. So, if there's an option to find something else, let's try it. We've done this thing the same way since 1970-something when Buzia brought it. And I don't... Let's try it and see if it will ease the pressure. There's, now, there's Professor Clement Apa who say, no, this is wrong. You shouldn't do that. There is Dixon Ada Clement Apa. Uh, at the University of Ghana. Uh, there is uh, Dixon Ada, who uh, sends a message from the US, also says this is so wrong. Somehow it's a, a stopgap measure for a country like this where there's no, there are no jobs. People use the national service to do all sorts of things. But Samson, the man hasn't said it will be cancelled. Has he said so? Yeah, but so if, if you have if no compulsory... If you have no option, it says... Mm. Jobs, jobs. If you have no option and you want to do national service, you'll be allowed. Huh? And mind you, look, if they disagree, fine. It's their right to disagree. That's yeah. no problem. Look, we will not describe people who disagree with us as liars and people who are prejudiced, like Samson and Felix and his, co and his collaborators try to do. People he, have their own opinions. Mm. If, if they believe that it's not the best decision or the best, that's fine. He says because of digital, digitalization or digitalization, which one is it? Because of that, um, you can apply for your passport and things yeah. within 24 hours. So mm -hmm. the 24-hour economy is already there. Mm -hmm. There are those who reply him. 
that the passport office will not work in the night where people go for their biometrics. Mm -hmm. That's not 24 hours. Now, if the passport officials have equipment all the time, because it's digital based. They don't it's, work it's, in it's, the it's, night. It's, they don't no. work 24-7. It's system. Do the banks work in the night? It's systems. The bank mm -hmm. is different. Oh, wow. It's the same system. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. That you it's not the same system. Well, I I'm make the application online, I, I but I need to fiscally make myself available for my biometrics. But at least your application can be there. Mm -hmm. uh, your application. So can it's be not there. exactly 24 hours. And you are hours. going to improve it as we go along. The technology can you going to improve? Okay. It. But uh -oh. look, mm. this business That's about about. Sorry. I'll come to you. Hold on. I'll come to you. Okay. We have this, only five this, minutes. This business about John Mahama and Dan Betanda. They say. And when you listen to Felix, they say John Mahama has done better than Bauria. Is that the case? Is that the case? He gave you the statistics. No, he gives you the How do you say a president has done better than a vice president? From vice president to president. That's why he was showing you. Sorry? From vice president to president. That's why he was showing you the figures. The John Mahama economy is better than the Bauria economy. Yes. Now, how do you John Mahama as vice president? And head of the economic management team, yeah. he's shown you the record there. John, and he's showing you the record when he became but president John too. as president. Right. Mm -hmm. Took the vice president's economy, mm -hmm. <laughs> if we are to believe Felix, mm -hmm. from 14% in 2011, when he was vice president, he became president, and he took that same economy to 3.7%. That's what we have been told. That he was vice president and he did so well. And so when he was vice president, he took the economy to 14% in 2011, when he was vice president. Then when he became president from 2012 to 2016, he took that same economy to 3.7. Even that one under IMF. So the point is that, my, and this is my last point, so Felix can come in, he's been kicking me about yeah, that. Look, if you are even going to assign responsibility, and you say that Baumia is responsible, when you, when you come into Ghana, you forget about what you told everybody. But you say that once you are in Ghana, it's Bamiya who's at fault and should be blamed. If you are going to assign responsibility and blame for what you perceive to be failure, how about you, who was president, and whose record, Felix mentioned that elections are a referendum. He's still, as we speak, he's still showing you that boot for boot, even as president. in the figures, and he read them, you, you say boot for boot. They look better than they, they, what they, you want to celebrate. I'm saying that John Mahama as vice president by Felix Anoji was mm. better than John Mahama as president. Oh, okay. Because the record shows. Right. Right. Now, yes, now, yes. Now, we, we've got just a minute. We've got just a minute. No, my conclusion. Just a minute reaction. It's still John Mahama. Hold on, hold on. My conclusion is that if we are going to assign blame and you say that a vice president should be blamed for whatever... Uh, uh, difficulties or failures you ask, you imagine. How about Jomama, who was president and whose failure was 
reflected in the referendum. Thank you. Failure yes, let's hear. Reflected mm. in evidence. Okay. So I give you the evidence to show. Right. That both as vice president and president, there's Mama no evidence is head and shoulders above. Mm. Mm. There's evidence bigger Number two, than the election. When the vice president wants to become president, and we have a record of his performance, it forms the basis to assess his capacity. That assessment shows that he has been a catastrophic failure. Number three, let me debunk this Harvard propaganda once and for all. And it is true. I no, helped. No, no, oh, no speech, yeah. I helped mm. in putting out that Harvard, that Harvard speech. It is for that reason why I know it. Mm. Let me read relevant portions to you. President Mama laid the foundation. It is true that have, uh, what do you call it? COVID affected everybody. Mm. But when you check mm. comparators to Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, and what have you, they did better. Mm. The underlying issue is what Dramama is coming to talk about here. He says that with the ballooning deficit, double-digit inflation, and nose-diving currency, increasing debt distress, Ghana's case was easy to predict with the cavalier handling of the economy by the current administration. Unbridled borrowing from the capital markets, Creative misstatements of budget deficits and other critical fiscal figures were certain to come to a head eventually. Ghana went into the pandemic without adequate buffers and has emerged with a terribly battered economy. The difference between us and our competitors, peers like Cody Boy and Co., is that they had better buffers going into the economy, mm -hmm. into the pandemic. We didn't. Let me also dismiss this falsehood about borrowing. You see, the $31 billion that Nana Komiya spoke about, it's part of Baumia's lies. The Bank of Ghana, they quote our public debt in CDs, if you go to their website. Can you, can you refer to inaccuracies of oh, statements rather it's than... It's a lie in semantics, inaccuracy. You, you use this too often, I it, think. It's a lie, yeah. by inaccuracy, but no that's, problem. That's their stuff, thank you. No, oh, but a lie is a lie. 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 Okay, so inaccuracies. The $31 billion is not true. We didn't borrow $31 billion. How much did you borrow? Oh, please. How much did you Please. Again, how much oh, did you borrow? Oh, no, no, our public debt us. rose from mm -hmm. about 10 billion Ghana cities under President Kufo mm -hmm. to 120 billion Ghana cities. Between 2017 and now, uh, no, at, the, at the end of last year, <laughs> it had risen from 120 billion to 600 billion. If anybody tells you that we borrowed more than the NDP, the person is simply not making sense. Mm. In respect of the 13 billion dollars that President Amar referred to, he is mm -hmm. speaking about capital market borrowing, mm -hmm. bond issuance. That is separate from borrowing from commercial entities like banks, domestic borrowing, mm -hmm. and other types of borrowing that we do with multilateral agencies. Mm. So President Mama was speaking about the bond issuance alone. We issued only $3 billion, sorry, $3 billion in bonds. So how much was the total borrowed in dollars? Tell us. Oh, what do you, mean? you don't borrow, first of all, you borrow in multiple currencies, not in dollars alone. You borrow in CDs. Why? Haven't you read this year that mm. in the first quarter they are going to borrow $22 billion from the, from the, from the from treasury bills? So you don't borrow in one currency. But when the Bank of Ghana is reporting, they report it in cities because it is cities that you need, even if you want to service external debt, to convert into dollars to pay. So you calculate it all the time in cities. In any event, you have destroyed the currency. You have let it drop or increase. I'm talking about the exchange rate. You've made it depreciate from four cities to around 13 cities now. And you want to profit from that by dividing our current debt by it. Right. It looks more like Thank you. Uh, that's all time will allow us. My guests have been for the first segment uh, Vice President, Senior Vice President of Imani Africa Kofi Bento. And for the second segment, um, we've had uh, on Dr. Bahamia's new chapter, Nana Komia, Managing Director, State Transport.
Company, and he's also uh, speaks for the vice president's campaign team. Felix Kwachi Ofosu is aide, former president. Mama is a president. He is a parliamentary candidate. And Dr. Kwame Asebu. Abra Asebu Kwamankese. Abra Asebu Kwamankese. Aid former President Mahama and Dr. Kwame Sapong, a CEDU CDD fellow. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.